Hello there, wrestling fans, and welcome to another episode of Dudes at Ringside Podcast, because we are internationally known. And now introducing to the mic, my partner in crime, the happy heel himself. And welcome once again, the other half of NYWC, the Metal Geek. Welcome to the Ringside Crew. How's it going, everyone? I'm the Metal Geek. I'm your host. This is my other co-host, Joe the Panther Jr. So we we have a special guest, Joe. Do you want to introduce him? Yes, we do. I'm totally going to introduce him. Okay, fans, let's give a warm dudes at ringside welcome to the former NYWC ring announcer and also former person from the Long Island Ducks, Jason Licknick. Hello. What's going on? What's up, guys? How's it going? Hey, thanks for having me. Appreciate it. Oh, wait. I forgot something. I'm good. There we go. Now it's official. You got the dudes at ringside shirt, and you got the dudes at ringside hat now. So there you go. Got it from a a cousin from Long Island. Thanks. So, yeah. Welcome, welcome to Dudes at Ringside, Jason. So, um, what was one of your inspirations on being and becoming a rain announcer? So, I've always been a wrestling fan my whole life, although I will admit I stopped watching during the Attitude Era, which is like the best time of wrestling. But, like I said, I've always been a wrestling fan, and I went to school for broadcasting, so I just kind of thought like the two worlds kind of mixed together. So... Yeah, that's pretty much it. <laughs> Your turn. And, uh, you know, yeah. Yeah. Um, what is your favorite match of all time? You'd say. <sighs> favorite match of all time. Um, no, for as much flack as the Ultimate Warrior gets, I'm going to give you an Ultimate Warrior match that not a lot of people talk about. Ultimate Warrior Macho Man, SummerSlam 1992 from Wembley Stadium. I remember Ultimate that one. Get, oh, hit yeah, it's the whole whose corner is Mr. Perfect in. To me, I feel like that match doesn't get talked about enough. I'll end up getting fired too long after that for the second time. But I remember when be alive as a kid, and I still think it holds up. So I'm going to say Ultimate Warrior Macho Man. SummerSlam 1992. Mm. I don't know if you've ever seen this before, Jason, but um, do you did you ever remember the uh, the SummerSlam DVD package they had? Yeah, remember that? I know WWE's put out stuff like that before. Mm-hmm. I actually have, um, I have the I only got the one part of it because my FYE that's when I had. They they had the '80s to the '90s one, and I got that one. And for a while, in the beginning of the pandemic, I religiously watched the eight, 1987 to '92 one. And I remember at the end, I was like, "Wow, I forgot they, they these two fought at <laughs> this SummerSlam." I was like, "Huh? <laughs> what? Yeah, <laughs> it, it, it's because it's not the main event. I think it gets overshadowed by that uh, bulldog in the main event for the Intercontinental title. So I think that's really the match everybody remembers from that pay-per-view. Yeah, people forget that I'm Mr. Old School, the pay-per-view. We start talking about old pay-per-views, and then Metal Geek starts rolling his eyes going, Joe's so freaking old. 
<laughs> I'm I'm more of a new. I like the newer stuff. Like uh, I'm more of a New Japan guy, Ring of Honor. I like a lot of the in, independent stuff. So that's, but that's me. Joe's Mister Old School. So. Okay. Yeah, certified. Old okay. School. Yeah. Get it from my grandfather. <laughs> I'm a I'm a third generation, so everybody's like I should have. That's why there's three R's because I'm the third generation. Third, uh-huh. the third generation. Three times, three times, three times, three times. Have, have you been keeping up with the wrestling today, or? Uh... Um, I watch a lot of AEW. Um, I Ring of Honor, and I'll try to keep up with like Ring of Honor and Impact like through their YouTube channels, but. WWE, I really only watch their pay-per-views now. Their product a lot of is... people. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's bad, right? It's bad. It's I mean, a... Monday Night Raw is on right now. And like if you, you know, 10 years ago, I would have been going, oh, I'm missing Raw. But now, a lot of people, care less. <laughs> a lot of people have said to us, your show is more entertaining than Raw. So I'm like, I, funny. I, yeah, so we try to keep it, you know, they'd rather watch us than watch Monday Night Raw. To be honest, well, I have an interesting question for you, Jason. Who is your favorite wrestler yeah. to announce? Like, out of all the ones you've announced when you were Ooh. there, favorite wrestler to announce? I always had fun announcing Tony Nice. I've always had fun announcing him because if you guys know the ring announcer that was before me, Larry Legend, he's a big name on the Indies, does a lot of promotions. I think he's in um, Ring of Honor. He now. always used to really emphasize. Uh, he was with Ring of Honor. He's not there anymore. Um, he he was doing CZW. I'm not sure what else Larry is up to these days, but he always used to really like stretch out Tony Nese's name. You know, Anthony. Like he'd really just let it go. So I I always tried to one up and one out Nese, and I'd be like the premier athlete, Anthony. Yeah. I just try to hold it as long as I could, and then really emphasize knees. So that one was always fun. Uh-huh. Um, I think. As far as I maybe, think. Uh, okay. Sorry, keep going, Jason. I'm sorry. Go ahead. I was wondering if you had the biggest name I've announced. I'd say um, I've done. I did Hawkins when he was on the Indies for a little while. I did a show for a promotion, Fireball. I don't think they're around anymore. They pop up every now and again. But I, I announced him. I did a Mama Luke from the FBI. And uh, Nunzio, FBI had come to NYWC, and I did them. I th- those are probably the biggest ones I've done. Mm. That's cool. Mm-hmm. Geeky, you next. Um, hold on. How did you get involved with the NYWC? Ah, this is a really good question. So um, we'll rewind a little bit. So I had been going to NYWC just as a fan, nothing crazy. And then for Halloween, a year or two later, I was the WWE sign, you know, the WWE sign guy, Rick. I don't know how you pronounce his last name, but he wears the blue shirt and the red hat. And he always sits like front row. You know who I'm talking about? Mm -hmm. Yeah, so I was him for Halloween one year. I had the guy that designed his shirt, and I was like, hey, I'm going to be Rick for Halloween. So he sent me the design, and I made my sign guy shirt. And I decided to start going to NYWC as their sign guy. So I would make signs for all the guys and I would sit front row and I would just be the biggest pain in the butt. I don't know if I can curse on here. So I'm not going to. Oh, yeah. You can say whatever you want. Pain in the butt to every. Okay. It's a huge pain in the ass to all the guys. I would try to get involved in the show, even though I wasn't, because I wasn't the ring announcer at this point. So I was just, you know, full on, like, if there was an NYWC show, 
I was there. I had signs. I won't. You know what a vuvuzela is? It's those really annoying soccer horns. They're like really oh, long. Yeah. yeah, they blow them at soccer games like FIFA. Soccer. I I brought one of those to a show one time. Made a bunch of noise. I would just go. So then one day, I was like, you know, I really want to be their ring announcer. Like, it's been fun to be a sign guy, but I really want to be their ring announcer. So I started a petition online and just started sharing it all over social media. Like, hey, make me your ring announcer. And I would still do the shows as a sign guy. And then one day they needed a ring announcer for a show and they, they called me and they're like, hey, you know, will you come out and be our ring announcer? So I, that was my first show and I sign guy thing. And then after a while, Larry was stepping away. I think that's when he was leaving to go to Ring of Honor and I became their, their full-time guy. Hmm. We actually have a question, actually. When, yeah, when do you think NYWC is coming back? When do I think NYWC is coming back? Hopefully soon. Um, I know they did a lot of really cool stuff with the pandemic. They had a tournament online. They've been posting some YouTube that. content. I think it all depends as far as, like, yeah, some really cool stuff they were putting together. I was really happy to see you doing that. I'm by the end of the year, I don't know 100% for sure, but I guess as COVID restrictions start to loosen up, because I don't know if either one of you have been to the sport. It's one of Metal Geek, you said you have. I don't know if you uh-huh. have, Joe. The NYWC Sport of Times kind of a, a tight venue. So I guess, you know, they'd have to consider social distancing and all that stuff. And plus, it all depends, you know, sick out. So hopefully by the end of the year is going to be my guess, but I don't mm-hmm. know 100% for sure. Okay. Yeah. I think we, we had Paul, I know I'm Paul, Orlando on the show, and Paul was in the comments, one of his friends, and he said that NYWC would be doing an outdoor venue. He said something like that during the summer. That makes sense. I could but, see them uh, starting with that. But um, yeah, I don't know. How, They've done a couple outdoor shows before at a couple of firehouses. I don't know how true it is, though. So I would love to go. Yeah, hope, hope. Hopefully, yeah, I'm hoping. And an outdoor venue would be a good place during the summer. You know, when I was back with them, they, they typically did run a couple outdoor shows at some local firehouses and stuff like that. So hopefully. Mm-hmm. I actually had a show one time at a paintball field. That was cool. <laughs> I was going to say, after the show, I know you just did the awesome announcement. Maybe you could send the sound thing to Metal Greek. Geek on your uh, on on Facebook of you doing uh, like announcing us, like coming down. Yeah, the yeah, I could definitely. I could totally like that. Blind wait. Oh, you have no idea. Like you would like you know, like almost like for heels. Like none of your business. <laughs> like, at a total combined weight. Exactly. Oh, at a total weight of what you like to know. <laughs> yeah. A total combined weight. Kind of like a. I love the orange. Yeah. What's up? I love the uh, the Orange Cassidy intro from wherever, way, whatever. Yeah, <laughs> freshly squeezed Orange yeah, Cassidy it like that. <laughs> the total a total combined with you. You're announcing you. You I know you'll make it sound amazing. <laughs> <laughs> Asking if you have any pets. There we go. Pet talk. It's a pet friendly. We're friendly. Do I have any? <laughs> Yes, I, I, I have a dog named Autumn. She's a oh. Dachshund Terrier mix. We rescued her. And we rescued her the, the year my wife and I got married. We rescued a dog. Aw. 
We I, we have two yeah, wiener I'm dogs. I'm a dog person. No no cats. We we have two Daoshans we rescued. Um, actually, my sister's dog we Great. rescued for him, and Honey we rescued her from Long Island from a house that was like a, a rescue that they got her from a house that was like full of wiener dogs. It was bad. Bad. bad oh jeez. Yes, it was on the news. Yeah. Was that that kind of like oh no. Yeah, my, oh, my girlfriend. My girlfriend's parents have a dog. That's in the. Uh, that was that was in the comments right now. The that screen. Oh okay. That was their dog. Yeah, definitely. Uh... <laughs> yeah, Donna. Let me see. See if I can find a picture of my dog. Here she is. See if I can see it. Ah, oh, yeah, that's, that's cute. That's cute. <laughs> it's like I have a cat that acts like a dog. Yeah. <laughs> I have a dog that's a that's a bully. Yeah, my, sometimes my, my my dog does stuff like that too. She'll she'll perch up on like the the armrest of the couch, or she'll like perch herself on top of the couch, looking out the window. So sometimes we like to say that my dog is pretending to be a cat. So it's like the total opposite of that commenter. <laughs> Yeah, I joke. I joke. I joke with my uh, with my mom saying that Honey thinks she's a cat because she's laying <laughs> out my mom all the time, like like lays there long way, like laying there, and I'm like she's playing dead. She's like, don't say that. <laughs> have you watched Double Nothing or uh? Have you watched Double yeah, Nothing? Yeah, recently? I, I had a couple guys what? over. We had a yeah. I, I watched it live. Yeah. What What do you think? Love it. AEW always delivers on pay-per-views. I mean, some of the matches on there you probably could have squeezed onto Dynamite, but I guess you got to fill the show somehow. Uh huh. But, but really good show. Really good shot. I got my uh, the Young Buck Young Buck stole yeah. the show as always. <laughs> I remember me and him were in uh, Hammerstein Ballroom. We were watching Riley. That see the guy Riley. He is oh. a wrestler in the United Kingdom. He's watching our show, actually. He's a wrestler. You're all good. So. Okay. Oh, wait. Here we go. You're a ring announcer, Jason. You should announce his name. Riley Measures. That's his name. Where's he from? Uh, it's, it's London, England, right? Yeah, from London, England. All right. Introducing first, from London, England, Riley Measures. There you go, Riley. You just got an announcer's announcer. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> He's going to be like, guys. <laughs> we'll even make a clip of it if you want and put it on. Oh, yeah. We got to <laughs> do that. Do that. That's good. And then you'll get, then, uh, and now you're going to get pinked. That was good, though, too. From London, England, Riley Matters. That's a really That's, good thing. Uh, Gallows doesn't. Gallows does a really good thing. Growing impression. up in the Madison Square Garden, Jason, it just stuck in my head. You know, it just stuck in my head and my like I even it hear does. him. I hear him like in my head, I have to wake up in the morning. Joe, you have to get up to go to work. Shut up, Frank. <laughs> <laughs> and my favorite one he ever yeah, said it's, is it's such an Yeah, sorry. No, it's fine. Yeah, I like when I grew up going to Madison Square Garden and he comes down the aisle like and he comes in the ring, ladies and gentlemen, welcome. 
to Madison Square Garden. How's everybody go doing tonight? Are you ready for the opening contest? And here we go! Boom! And now the opening contest. It's always something. My my favorite. My my first ever opening show I ever went to with the Garden. The opening contest, everybody says, wow, that's such a great first match. It was Haku versus Ricky the Dragon Steamboat. It actually Pretty is all in that one. Yeah, that was a – that because Steamboat, they're both – like, they both have that slick style of movements. But it's funny that my, ta- my dad yeah. taped it. And I don't know where it started. It always starts out with Haku with having Steamboat in a sleeper hole and – and I was like, oh, I guess that's how the show started. I guess that's how they started the footage. My friend let me borrow the network mm. in the beginning. And I found the show. I was looking through all the trying to find all the footage, find the old, find the match. Don't want to see the old show that I was at. And it starts out with a dun, 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 dun. I was like, my childhood has just been scarred. I thought this show started out with <laughs> a sleeper hole. My parents. I guess set the video like 10 minutes late. And I'm like, <laughs> you mean the show didn't start out with Steamboat in a sleeper hold? Oh my God, childhood ruined. <laughs> Every time ruined. <laughs> I would be like, oh man. I was wondering my friends are always laughing at me. Yeah. So what was like your first wrestling match you ever went to? Like, What was the first show you ever went to as a kid? Crazy enough, I didn't go to any shows as a kid. My first show that I ever went to was the Royal Rumble that John Cena came back at in 2000. What was that, 2008? Oh, wow. Yeah. I never, yeah, I never went to a show as a kid. I don't know why. I don't mm. know if my parents just like didn't think to take me or didn't think I'd be interested. I don't know. I have no idea. But the first show I ever went to live was the Royal Rumble that John Cena came back at in 2008. And oddly enough, so I, got into the city a little bit before the show and I was hanging out at the Sabaro pizza around the corner from the garden. And my friend that I was with, we were just talking to some other fans that were at the pizza place and we we're like, Oh, who's going to win? One guy jokingly said, he goes, John Cena is going to come back and win. And all of us <laughs> laughed in this guy's face. And then John Cena came back and won. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> That's crazy. I will never forget that. <laughs> I'll never get Cause like he was pretty injured. I'm pretty sure at the time. He had suffered a pretty significant injury, so everybody was like, no, John Cena. And he came back and won at number 30. <laughs> Wasn't that when he hurt his chest? Didn't Randy Orton RKO him on the table? Yeah, rotator cuff, I think, is what he – think that's what it was. Because I remember him pointing to his shoulder and doing the, the okay thing, you know, the whole – I'm pretty mm-hmm. sure that's what that was. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. It was an RKO announce table. I forget how many months prior to that it had. It was not out that long at all. Three, I remember that. Maybe. I was like – because like, they, they made it made like a blooper thing on YouTube saying, though, the table didn't break, but Cena got hurt. <laughs> That's what they always say. They always, they always say that. Yeah. They, oh, he got hurt with this. Yeah. Thing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The other people that we're having on our, we're having mm-hmm. actually, you'll be our second, like, you'll be our first announcer, and our, we're going to have another announcer from a federation in uh, um, California. From uh, OCC. Oh, cool. OCCW named uh, Rainy, Rainy the ring announcer. And oh my gosh, 
Like your thing was cool. You caught me off guard. I thought you were some random guy just tagging us. And then I realized, then Lance, then Geeky sent me the video and I was like, oh, <laughs> that's who that guy was. Oh my God. You don't know him, <laughs> Joe? Come on. I was like, I don't know. Because like, I have okay. a lot of people supporting us. Like there's a random guy that'll send like a video. There's one guy that's, he's a Twitch person and he sent a, Hi, my name is blah blah blah, and I'm a gamer, and you're watching dudes at Ringside Podcast. Like, I'm like, are we supposed to save this and put this on the podcast? Is he trying to audition? Are you auditioning for us or something? What? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, hey, Craig. Hey, no, oh, I'm, I'm just a regular everyday guy. Yeah, I got. No, you're. You're. You're still. What's going you're, on, Craig? It's Craig. Is your friend Craig? Yeah, no, I'm I'm nobody special. I never, I never thought that. Even when I, you know, because I, I was doing the ducks thing before MOWC happened, and like I, I'd get recognized kind of from both of them, but it mm. was never like I, I used to joke. I used to joke with my wife that I was a Long Island celebrity, and she'd be like, "No, you're not." Craig's <laughs> asking how the family is. How's, how's the family? How's the family? Family, family is good. Family is good. Everybody's happy, healthy, and sick. Ask for. The same guys. Mm-hmm. Oh. oh yeah, that's a that's a good call. Taz you know, one one favorite calls on Taz yeah. from the World Rumble versus Angle. Two thousand XKB. That, that's a good one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, everybody kind of knew Taz was coming in anyway, but yeah, yeah, his mm-hmm. intro of Taz the Garden just exploding. That, yeah, that's a good one. I know this is not. Um, I know this is not uh, an announcer, but. I mean, my one of my favorite um, calls were probably when Kenny Omega won the title in New Japan. I don't know if you oh, remember. When he finally beats Okada, yeah. When he finally beats Okada, like you hear Don Callis mm-hmm. yelling at the top of his lungs, hook the leg, hook the leg, at the top of his lungs. And he's like absolutely going crazy. And he goes, three, three. <laughs> that place was nuts. Yeah. One of our biggest fans, Barada, said Taz cheated. He used to choke a little. They always have to do that, don't they? <laughs> do you get recognized in like supermarkets and stuff or um more more so when I used to do it because I, I haven't done MWBC for a while. I stepped away from the Ducks a couple of years ago. I'd get it more when I'm working for them. Like I'd be on the phone. There was one time I was walking to a Walmart. I was talking on the phone. I think my wife and I was walking. A family stopped me and they're like, I'm sorry, are you the guy? So I, I used to get that. And then I was at a brewery one time with some friends and I was walking to get some drinks. And the people in the bar recognized me. And they, asked me, they stopped and asked to take a picture with me. So... I used to get stuff like that, like I said, when I worked for them, really, but not so much anymore. Unless people yeah. happen to, like, know, like, if I'm at a signing or something and people know me or see me somewhere, I might still get it, but it hasn't happened for a while. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Um, I have I signed keep... a couple of autographs. <laughs> it was fun to sign autograph. Like, I'm telling this to Geek, I said, you know, once this thing starts blowing up, we when, when we start going to, uh, oh, here we go. I'll I'll stop. We'll have the questions. It, uh, Craig has another question. Uh, AEW, AEW, WWE, AEW all the way. 
<laughs> Don't ask me that because I'll just say all the way. I'm sorry. Yeah, <laughs> WWE needs just... to fix all things, and I know a lot of people have said people have said like, "Oh, when crowds come back, things will be better." No, that's not going to no. fix it. No. I feel like I'm no. not missing much on Raw right they, now. They have a lot of things to fix. We did this show early. I think we did a good no. idea. <laughs> and it's funny, like now yeah, that we our schedule, like we have it, like almost every week we have a guest. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we used to when we first started the show. We just started like reviewing Raw and say, "Hey, what happened on Raw this week?" We just then we just try to pick out things, and then we're like, "Nothing really happened." Yeah, <laughs> well, first, you know, it's funny. I exactly. we uh-huh. we actually had Stevie Ray from Harlem Heat on the show, but that's when we used a different service for the show, and I'm oh, it makes me so mad. Geek couldn't get the clip and put it on on Spotify. I'm like, you mean the actual show? Yeah. I was going to, I'm going to do it. I'm I'm working on that actually. So still a work in progress. Stay tuned fans. It's a work in progress. Oh, Hey, I was going to ask if like, if geek can't do it, a friend can get the video and put it on for us. What do you think of Cardona's GCW surprise? Greatest crowd reaction ever. Loved it. Greatest crowd reaction ever? Probably greatest crowd lately. But I loved it. Loved it. I'm very I interested still- to see. I, I'd like to go to the show. Deathmatch thing really. Deathmatch like my cup of tea. I mean, I definitely respect Nick Gage for everything that he does. His uh, Dark Side of the Ring documentary was awesome. Seems like a really cool dude. But I think awesome to, to answer Marauder's question. Awesome. Making making wrestling interesting again. I still so, think my my favorite reaction is um, the Johnny Gargano win at the Barclays Center when he won the title. I also think uh, Adam Cole's debut at Barclays. Uh, yeah, he attacks Drew McIntyre after he wins the title. That's another good one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can't believe it. Like you had, like he Adam just debuted. He just debuted, and he's standing there at the top of the ramp. He yells, "Adam Cole, baby!" You see thirty thousand people saying it. Like you know, unreal. I ha- I had one for Geek. And, I was like, I had my doubts they were going to let him. I'm oh, sorry. Keep going. Keep going, Jason. No, I was going to say I I had my doubts they were going to let him do the whole baby. Somebody would like to you know, do their own thing and not let people do their thing. Mm. So I was very, very happy that they did that. Not happy they broke up Undisputed Era, but I guess that was stupid. That was so stupid. They're like the best. They're the I know you know that you know that that stable makes them a lot of money. Well the merch the merch they have. Exactly. Like oh here we go, Jason. I have a funny one. Yeah. What what would if if uh oh what god what's well, if Adam Cole owned a bakery, you know what it would be? Adam's rolls, baby. <laughs> Classic. Gets it gets it gets geek every time. Gets geek every time. We, we, we had a question from the audience. Craig wants to know: Are you spending the money for Sting at Wrestling Universe? Uh, 
So for those of you who, who don't know what he's talking about, the Wrestling Universe, a store here in New York and Queens, is having Sting. Or as Tony Schiavone would say, it's Sting! They're charging $200 to meet Sting. I will not be paying $200 to meet Sting! <laughs> no, thank or you. As, no, or thank the former WCW announcer would say, this is Sting! I'm sitting down. It doesn't come out right. <laughs> oh, yeah. Mike. Michael Capetta, I think, was the. He's my other favorite ring announcer. I said to Joe, I sent him a text message. Hey, hey Joe, Gary, you want to call? Gary Michael you Capetta. Oh, I met him at an ROH show, and I had him say the name that I used in every one of my 2K games, Kid Crazy. Oh, that's another name that you want to. I've always wanted to hear a ring announcer say, because that would have been my wrestling name. It would have been Joe, Joe, Jose Quinones. That would have been Kid Crazy. I've never always wanted to hear a ring announcer say, can you do it? You have to say, coming down the aisle from Central Ice of oh, Long a... Island. Wait, coming down the aisle from Central Ice of Long Island, kid crazy. Wait, let's hear it. No, but uh, anyway, I was going to say, Coming Joe, down the aisle. I... <laughs> Wait, let him do it. I want to hear it. <laughs> coming down the aisle from Central Ice of New York, this is kid crazy. Oh my God! Yay, it happened. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you said Ring of Honor just a minute ago. I love their ring announcer, Bobby Cruz. Bobby ring Cruz, that's Bobby. he's he's one of the, my favorite ring announcers. You know, love 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 Bobby Cruz. I met, I got to meet him. He's great, good guy. My original name for the show before I was started to be Joe Panther Jr. I was going to be Kid Crazy, but my mom. Every time she would see the name on the PlayStation, she'd go, you got to change that name. That's horrible. You're not crazy. And I'm like, the reason why I'm kid crazy is my guy always does crazy stunts. Like, he'll he'll do hardcore matches. He'll do balls count anywhere. He doesn't care. He's crazy. You know, my original phrase with him is, yeah. I'm just crazy. I'm like, you're going to laugh. You live in crazy. the gimmick, brother. Yeah. You're going to, uh, right before Carlito came out, I would always struggle like this. I'm, I'm kid crazy, you know? And then Carlito came out. I'm like, you stole my gimmick. <laughs> <laughs> That's gimmick infringement. Yes. We had another friend that happened too, but we're not going to drop it. <laughs> yeah. Do so you have any stories from the road from NWC? Um, that you could tell? Not really. Yeah. Um, so- uh, yeah, I, I don't have anything bad to say, but I, I love them. Obviously. I love my time there. Great guys. Um, my first show was out in Long Beach, New York. It was pretty far. Um, like I said, that, that was my first show. That was pretty cool. Oh, amazing. That show, that was pretty cool. Got to announce him. Um, but no, I would just, you know, I'd, I'd show up to the sportorium, hang out with all the guys, get everybody's information. I actually just recently, I, I, I'm sitting in my basement. I finished my basement not too long ago, and I found a stack of index cards like all my yeah. announcer cards. I would, I would print the NWC logo on the one side that was blank, and then I, the other side with the lines, I'd write everybody's information. Most of it I had memorized after, you know, a while because the roster doesn't change that often, but actually just recently threw that all away. It was a big stack of cards like this. Oh, wow. That's that was always fun, yeah. Yeah, Larry had the iPad. I didn't use the iPad. I was <laughs> note cards. Uh-huh. 
Yay. It got into the. I, I, was, I was in a couple matches. Yeah. Wait, you were? What yeah, I was in a Battle Royals. I'm just Battle Royals. So we would do, uh, like I said, we would do show, like shows at local firehouses to raise money for the firehouse. So they would always, you know, they'd have whoever was just in the Battle Royal. They just threw everybody in. And then there would always be a surprise. Like as I was announcing, I would go to leave and like the management from NYWC would come out and then they would add me to the match as a surprise. The crowd would just go like, Oh my God. And then I would immediately get thrown out. Like they'd add, they'd add me, they'd add the referees to the match pretty much. It, it was like I was trapped in the ring. So when I would try to leave, they'd be like, no, no, you're in the battle Royal. So then I would just get knocked over the top rope. I think I was in three <laughs> battle Royals. And I, lost. I, didn't, I didn't win any of them. <laughs> what what did the winners get? Do they get a title shot or a, Oh yeah, so if it was like one of our shows at the Sportatorium, the winner would probably be like you know number one contender or something like that. But usually the firehouse shows was just you know just for fun, yeah, just a, a good yeah, way to start the car, just get everybody. Yeah. So Friday's cool. show we have Dicky Rods. Coming out show. Oh, I, yep. I love. I remember Dicky Rods. Yeah, he in a in a tag team with um, what was the Mason Rage, uh, Nikki Adams. They were. Well, yeah, but. When I was with them, I was tag team with Nikki Adams, and they were the Rack Sack Connection. Mm-hmm. You'll have to ask him about that one. That, that, was, that was some good team song. The crowd was into it. They they were they were fun. Mm-hmm. Yep. So so um, come on, geek, get on your feet, brah. <laughs> and I'm the face, and he's the right at the time. What's some of your favorite food? What's some of your favorite food? Favorite food? I'm a, I'm a big barbecue person. I love barbecue. I like to grill myself. I also like to go out and eat barbecue. Um, definitely some, some good barbecue. Pizza. I live in New York, so of course the pizza is delicious. <laughs> Who do we tell, tell pizza about? We were talking to pizza about someone. Oh, yeah. Tamaku. We've uh, had da- um, two wrestlers online, but they're from. The United Kingdom wrestlers. We have we had Kiara, but she wants the pizza, and she also likes, um, she also likes what's that? What's that? Sloppy Joe's, yeah. and it's like, and after the show, like oh. two days, later, Geek, Geek was harassing me. Yo, if she comes, we 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 we, we uh, how how are we gonna find the Sloppy Joe place? <laughs> I don't know what we're gonna do. I said Danielle can just get a mix. We can just get a mix and just all the way here we go. My question is regarding Craig's question. What was your favorite Psycho Circus when you were there? Oh, favorite Psycho Circus. Those matches were always fun to to, to announce. That was always like our WrestleMania of the year. So Tim and Larry oh, yeah. had been away for the – I want to say the year. That, that it may not make sense. But they typically bring Larry in to do the show with me. I'd dress up in a tuxedo. It was like a huge thing. And um, here – the finals came down to uh, it was Team Big O versus Team Stockade, and I believe that's who it was. And I, I could be wrong, but Big O power slammed somebody or got power slammed through the stage. There was that one, or uh, Stockade took one of the other component, the other competitors, Michael Mansfield. This was a couple years before that, and they speared him through the wall, uh, the dressing room area, speared him through the wall. That was pretty cool. <laughs> We 
we, me and Joe actually went to a psycho circus. The one, I think we went to two. Yeah, we went, no, we went to two. I think we went to the one where Mason Rage went through the stage. That wasn't deal part. That was um, our, okay. Under feet always brings that up. Anytime somebody from NYWC is on the show, he always goes. So, so, so you remember the stage? He went remember right. The stage to, trick? That was like, yeah, we all remember that feet. And, and then there was the one where Damien did the uh, side effect off the top of the ladder through the oh. table. He actually told us a story about that. He said that that was actually. Oh, that's real, cool. He told us that was a real table. Like that was not a prop cool, table. Cool. They, like they made a mistake and they actually put the a real table in the ring and instead they messed it up and they were supposed to get the prop table, but they used the real table and he told Spider, he's like, Spider, this is gonna hurt really bad. <laughs> As he did the side of Foxy a pregnant Foxy standing there, standing outside in the hallway with her hands on her hips outside. And Damien's just like, sorry. as he goes down, and he has a bruise from his knee all the way to his hip, but, but, but to his hip, right? Geek? Or was it past? And they were both like, because she's pregnant and he's beat up, and they're all like, in the bed after the, the night after. The night after the show. <laughs> oh my but, God. No, but that, that was um, one of the stories he told us about the Psycho Circus. So if you had any stories about Psycho Circus, you could, you could share them. Yeah, yeah, like I said, it was definitely the getting slammed through the stage. The, the other one was stockade speared Mansfield through the wall. Um, uh-huh. I don't think there's any other crazy ones. Those are the those are the two that jumped to mind to me. Yeah, um, yeah that, that that that's about as crazy as it gets. I did see somebody ask in the comments if I went to the G1 at Madison Square. Garden. I did go to the G1 at Madison Square Garden. Yes, that show I was, was very awesome. upset the young bucks weren't there. That was a very good show. It was very cool to see Okada, Jay White in person. Like that, you know, probably never would. Like I said, I, the Young Bucks and Cody and Kenny like were not on that show because they had left to start at EW, but AEW hadn't started, just not there. So I was a little disappointed that I didn't get to see the Young Bucks at Madison Square Garden, but still an awesome show. Really cool. I actually went with Todd and a couple of guys. Really cool. Oh, show. Yeah, I'm glad that, I had the, yeah. the chance to do that. Yeah, Todd's a cool guy. You know, shout out to Todd. Yeah, yeah, shout out to Todd. He, he's probably at a bar drinking somewhere. Big beer <laughs> enthusiast. <laughs> we we also have had um, we also had Orlando from the Shark on our show too. Oh, I love Orlando. Great guy. Mm-hmm. Yes, I was trying to get him to do like a, yeah, a subtle promo. Yeah, I've seen, um, if you remember Tommy Dreamer's promotion, House of Hardcore, I'm not sure if that's still running. They had done a couple of shows here on the island in Orlando and done some announcing for them. And I've seen him make some appearances like when WWE comes to town, like because he works for the, the radio station, 94, mm-hmm. name it, stuff like that. And he did some Ducks games with me. So very familiar. Orlando's a great guy. Do you stay in touch with anyone from NYWC or... From time to time, I do. Um, if you guys know who Mike Mondo is, he was, yeah. Yeah. He was Mikey in the Spirit Squad. He's a yeah. he's a local, yeah, he's a local Long Island guy. He used to come to a lot of Ducks games. 
him and I will chat every now and again. And uh, one of the old referees, uh, Forge, once in a while. So too much, but a little bit. I was like telling if like I guess, you know, if we want to come back to Long Island, we should all get together and have some pizza and hang out. <laughs> do the pizza podcast. Yeah, hey, yeah, I'm pizza. Pizza. This is the place to do it. Yeah. Uh-huh. You can give us some like a that, good that's idea. That's your spinoff, Dudes at Pizza podcast. Yeah, we'll <laughs> hang out and have pizza and talk, and talk shop. <laughs> <laughs> and Todd will join us, all right? Yeah. <laughs> He's got to drop you yeah. a sticker because because I live in PA, so I would have to mail it to you, and you probably get you like next year. So, <laughs> so you, you, my my mail where I live in Pennsylvania, Pennsylvania, I like to say parts unknown Pennsylvania. It, it, the mail is a little dumb here, so we'll get there eventually. I feel like that's everywhere, that especially holidays yeah. this past like holiday season. But between the pandemic and stuff, the mail was so slow. <laughs> yeah. Do you, do you have a favorite tag team, Jason, or? Uh... Well, young bucks, right? Bucks, <laughs> there. I'm not said that they're the best team in the world. Young bucks, hands down. I'm sorry to say, I'm sorry to say, I had to say Definitely. FTR is the best. FTR. Still I really, I liked them more in WWE as the revival, and then mm-hmm. when they came to AEW and they had their big match with the Bucks, it was awesome. And now it's just done. Like we don't get more than one. It's just done. I was waiting for this match. Uh-huh. I was waiting for it. We got it, and it's just done. I think they uh, should like wait again. But I, I do think they should just. I'm sorry. I think they should have waited like a little bit to like have at least twenty thousand, thirty thousand fans there to get the reaction that they should have yeah, got. I, I, yeah. Yeah. I, I think that a, match would have been definitely better than a bigger. Crowd. Not saying it was a yeah, bad match. It was a bad match. You know. Yeah, I definitely think, uh, you know, I mean, it, it got the tag titles onto the Young Bucks. It kind of, you know, jumped us off to where we are now. But I guess with them being heels and FTR being involved in the pinnacle, you can't really have them fight each other right now. But I'd like to see it again. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. We have 10 people in the chat right now. So so yeah. I, thanks thanks for the support, yeah. everybody. Thank you so much, by the way. Just want to thank yeah. you. And, uh Speaking of FTR, some of their stuff from NXT, I mean, them with American Alpha, them with uh, Gargano and Champa, like they they were doing top they were top guys doing top guy things <laughs> in NXT. And as usual, WWE has no idea what to do with their talent, any talents at all. So let's just release them. Uh-huh. Yeah, MGF was in NYWC, I believe. Right? Yeah, so he's from he's from Hawkins School Creator Pro. He did I did announce for him a couple times. And the weird thing is, I don't know if anybody else notices this. He changed his name because when I worked with him on the Indies, he was Maxwell Feinstein. Now he's Maxwell Jacob Friedman. So I don't know where the change happened. I didn't get that. Like I said, when I announced him a couple times, he was Maxwell Jacob Feinstein. He was still MJF, but Maxwell Jacob Feinstein is how I knew him originally. But yeah. He from Creator Pro, which is like I said, Hawkins School. He did some NYWC stuff. So. Well, I think he was there after because I don't remember ever seeing an MJF on the roster. <laughs> Actually, 
my fondest memory from the is the Psycho Circus and also getting a chance to meet a WWF legend, the Warlord. I met him at an NYWC show. Okay, yeah, that, that was probably before my time, so MJF yeah. was probably after your time. I, uh, I posted the picture yeah, of my Facebook of my cousin. Yeah. It's huge. <laughs> Yeah, I, I always liked one of the things I really loved about WWE is the fact that they have to rely on, at least not when I was there, they didn't seem to bring in too many, like, you know, legend top guys to draw people in. They were drawing the crowds in based on the roster they had with guys mm-hmm. like, you know, like I said, Stockade, Rex Lawless, Milk Chocolate, just, mm-hmm. you know, a, a couple of the names that jumped to mind as some of the really good talent that they had. Tony Nice, mm-hmm. Alex Reynolds, John Silver, mm-hmm. Order. Dark so order. I always thought that was really cool that they didn't have to rely on yeah, join the dark order. I thought that was cool <laughs> that they didn't have to rely on, you know, hoping that people would jump to be like, all right, please show up. Here's Kevin Nash. If you show up, here's Kevin Nash. No, we didn't need that. We had really good guys on the roster. I mean, it was cool once in a while to bring in some special guys. Like, you know, Mikey wrestled for us. Uh, Jerry Lynn came in here and there. Trent Beretta started there. He, he came back a little bit. Chucked him through there. So, like, a lot of big names have come amazing through there, red. but it wasn't – Yep, Amazing Red has come through. Yeah. So, like I said, that was always one of the cool things about NYBC is, like, yeah, they had those guys come in, but that wasn't the, the main draw. Everybody – well, it is still wrestling. That does not shock me. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't it's sad. Me. He's still – when I met him, I, I'm, like, 5'1", and, he, and I thought he was going to take a picture of me, like, you know, like, like this. He just put his hands around my neck, and I'm just like, I didn't know what to do. I was so scared. I was like, he's going to squeeze, and it's going to be <laughs> Sorry. What's, a, what's your favorite type of music, Jason, by the way? Well, favorite type of music? Favorite type of music? So I'm not getting invited onto the show ever again when I tell you I love country music. I'm a country music fan. You're the second <laughs> one. Our last guest I'm said s- that. Um, more oh, the okay. <laughs> greatest manager said that. Uh-huh. Ooh, I got my funny. Really, co- my, my like funny. I never would have guessed. <laughs> I'm 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 a mixed variety because I grew up in Central Ice. My dad's a DJ. I have a little hip hop. Okay. A little my my theme song would my my theme song immediately would be a mix of um the song by uh the gunshot, and it goes into Puerto Rico. Oh, Puerto uh-huh. Rico. Puerto Rico, and then it goes into it goes that's my my song. My friend made me. He like mixed the song for me some reason, and he, oh wow, he gave the and then he had added my voice going. I'm just crazy, and then the song would start. And I'm just like, this is like mid two thousands editing. <laughs> <laughs> but he used a good song too. I was like, "Cool, you used the right song." <laughs> Yay! So yeah. Anyway, Stockade was on our show, and he told us that uh, Victory Pro Wrestling is actually having a show on July fifteenth, and it's going to be the first show post pandemic. So I looked it up actually, and I'm like, "Wow, it, tickets on sale now!" So get your tickets, guys. Yeah, yeah get your tickets. I did see that. Yeah, definitely. Go out there, support your independent wrestling. If it's coming back, yep. whether in New York or wherever you are, go, go support independent wrestling. Some good stuff out there. Listen, I, you hear that? 
I'm not the only one that says it, fans. Our guest says local. it. Too. The local. Support your local wrestling federation. They yeah. need help, fans. It mm. needs your help. Exactly. Yeah. Go support your local independent federation. I can remember I back when I was the sign guy, and the the. I remember when the N what when the when the yes thing first started kind of kicking off. I had printed out a bunch of yes signs. I don't even think it really had kicked off as much as it did in WWE. Like it was starting to heat up. So I remember I printed off a bunch of signs. I handed them out to everyone at the Sportatorium, and I made it three posters: a giant and a giant S, and we chanted yes all night with everything, and it just threw the whole show for a loop. Because like I said, when I was the only be sign guy, because I had so much like energy and like just madness, the crowd was like I was like driving the crowd. So it was it was wild. I mean, I had guys tear them up and throw them at me. Like it was. (laughs) I kind of miss those days, but I I guess you know once you cross the railing into the ring, you can't go back to being the sign guy. Ooh, I got one, Jason. So are you excited about tomorrow being Ghostbuster Day? What do you think we're going to get? I want a new trailer. I want more Ghostbusters footage. I love the trailer they gave us. I love the the I love the footage they showed us of Paul Rudd with the mini Stay Puffs. I love all that, but I need another trailer. I need a trailer, and I need to know the release date's not going to be moved again. I know. Just give me the movie. How about that? You can announce it's coming to HBO. Tell me it's coming to HBO Max, and I will be so happy. Well, if the movie comes to theaters, Jason, because... I'll find out I'll come to Long Island. We'll all see it together. I'll wear the flight suit and everything. <laughs> how about how about how about, how about, how about actually? About, so I, how about that for a possible surprise? That sounds if awesome. So out, we'll all hang out. We'll go see the movie. I I need to see it a lot. Yes. When, well, they re- the when they re-release the original one in theaters, you know. I- so I, I was born in '87, so I wasn't old enough to see it when it originally came out in theaters, or I wasn't alive when it came out in theaters. So when they re-released it into theaters a few years ago, I went and saw it, and it was—I mean, I've seen this movie so many times. I was telling you guys off the air. I had the Long Island chapter of the Ghostbusters at my wedding. They came, picked me up, brought me to the wedding. I got to wear the proton pack in my wedding photos. It was the greatest day ever. It's <laughs> awesome. As you know, I'm a Ghostbusters. I'm a Ghostbuster of Pike County, Pennsylvania. That's my logo right there. We actually started our franchise right around 2016, but I always say 2015 because it makes it sound cooler. <laughs> yeah. That one actually was made by a franchise. This logo was actually put together by a, uh, a person from Australia. And they said, you need, a, you want a new oh, logo? Australia. Sure. Yeah, I was like, sure, what can you do for me? And they're like, what do you want? And I said, I want him because another Ghostbusters group kind of like gave me the oh no face. And like, oh, our, your logo looks like our old logo. And I'm just like, okay, looking for Pike County shape. Can you make this red and put the ghost in the middle of it? We'll see what it could do. Two hours later, bing. Is this what you wanted? Yes. Awesome. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> and this lady that I work. Oh wow, that's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah, this was a dream come true. My wife had contacted them on Facebook because I had been trying to contact them to do a Ghostbusters related promotion at the Ducks. I wanted to do a Ghostbusters night at the Ducks, and I had sent them an email. They had an email in their way, and they weren't. Responding. 
So I was like, well, this really stinks. My wife was like, oh, you should contact them on Facebook because that's how she reached out to them. She was like, hey, my husband's a really big Ghostbusters fan. I was only the second wedding they've ever done because they were like, well, normally we don't do weddings. And she was like, no, you don't understand. My husband loves Ghostbusters. <laughs> she, meanwhile, does not like Ghostbusters. She hates it. She thinks it's really stupid. Oh, jeez. <laughs> She's just... <laughs> yeah. That's what I was like. It was made in 1984. What do you want? It's good for the time. And she was like, no, it is. I'd, 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 I'd have to I'm treat her. To go back uh, to your... Uh, I'd have so to I'm treat hoping her. hoping for a new trailer. Maybe oh. them telling us it's going to... Yeah. That's going to be fun tomorrow. I'm going to be wearing my uh, my khaki no, shirt and my Ghostbusters, maybe the franchise hat. I'm not too sure. Now Geek is like, oh man, it's turned. Actually, I do another YouTube chat. I do another. Oh, thing. Joe, we're losing the reducing the viewers. Joe, come on, man. <laughs> I, I do I do another YouTube channel called Ghost Head Talk, <laughs> Ghost Head Talk Podcast. You want to check that out when you're done. Also, we need we need the views. So we need the cool, Joe. Cool. You just turned into Ghostbusters, and everybody left now. Oh, <laughs> ah. Uh-huh. <laughs> It's besides, dudes at ringside. It's not dudes at Ghostbusters. Dudes at Ghostbusters. Yeah. Before, <laughs> besides Ultimate Warrior versus uh, Macho, what was your other favorite old school Golden Era match? Uh, old school Golden Era match. See, I'm a big Ultimate Warrior fan, so my first reaction is to want to just say everything Ultimate Warrior. Um, I think his match, also against Macho Man at WrestleMania Seven, the career-ending match, I thought was really cool. His ultimate warrior, he doesn't really run to the ring. It's more serious of the whole storyline of Liz being in the crowd, coming out to save Macho. Sensational Sherry attacks him. I think that's a good one. Um, trying to think. Like I said, my, my gut reaction is to jump to Ultimate Warrior because he was my favorite as a kid. Um, uh, Macho and Fair from WrestleMania 8. Well, that was Classic. good. Classic. I'm going to say something a little controversial here. I'm going to tell you. Macho Man versus Ricky Steamboat at WrestleMania 3 is overrated. Wow. That match is not as good as everybody thinks it is. Yes. Wow. I've gotten a lot of flack for that. It's a good match. Don't get me wrong. It's a good match, but it is not as good as everyone thinks it is. Oh, ever so spiffy wants to know if you're a Star Wars fan as well. Pipe bomb. What row roge, as I would say. What row roge. I do enjoy Star Wars, yes. I do like Star Wars. I'm not like huge into it. Like I'm not into backstories, like the the stuff that's like the books that is in canon, not like the, like the Clone Wars cartoons, none of that kind of stuff. I, I tried to watch the Clone Wars cartoons. I'm really behind in it, but I, I do like all the main stories. The, the Mandalorian is really cool. I think I've upset some people about my Macho Man Steamboat comment I made. But you mean, you lost our viewers. <laughs> <laughs> Oh no! <laughs> it's not. I mean, everybody's entitled to their opinion. I also think that the Iron Man match between is and plus five minutes. Hmm. Uh, Jason, I'm, I have I'm to just, ask you. Just. Yeah. What's up? Uh, um, are you uh, an old school Ring of Honor fan, or like pre pre two thousand nine, or? Uh... Like the oldest, the oldest stuff, or uh... I'd seen, I'd seen a little bit of it. Punk got hot in WWE. I went back and watched some of like his old Ring of Honor, like with Joe and, and Brian Danielson that he had done. But uh-huh. I didn't really get into Ring of Honor until it was like 
mixing with NJPW when it was like a book on bucks. Mm-hmm. Black really got into it. I actually came out of it after the G1 because you know, I, I, I kind of fell out of it after that as far as like Ring of Honor. I still try to follow their stuff on YouTube. That, that's really the easiest way for me to keep up with it. I but, think um, I think I fell out of it when... Like they, Dan Housen? You guys like, you guys like Dan Housen? I heard of him, but I haven't seen him wrestle though. I, everybody loves Dan Housen for some reason. You know? he, he's great. Check him out. He, he's like Conan O'Brien. If Conan O'Brien was a wrestler, that's the way he compares himself. He's great. Check him out. <laughs> All Dan right, I got to check. Love him that Dan Housen. But um, but yeah, like when I was watching Ring of Honor back uh, in 04, 05, we were seeing some of the best guys. We were seeing oh. like CM Punk, Samoa Joe, Claudio Castagnoli. Sami Zayn, Kevin Owens, Chris Hero, those guys. Seth Rollins was in Ring of Honor even back then. So when I think when Danielson left, yeah, Tyler Black, yep. When Danielson left, I think that's when we started stop watching because I'm like, damn it, Danielson's going to WWE now. Nigel's going to WWE. What are we going to do now? So those are two. Danielson was the heart of Ring of Honor right there, in my personal opinion. So. Yeah, I mean, it's fun to go back and watch some of this stuff. Like, I've picked up, like, when Ring of Honor has their DVD sales, I've picked up some other stuff and watch back. Like, the, like you were saying, Seth Rollins, when he was Tyler Black, go back and watch, like, kids Ian El Generico. I've gone back and watched it. I didn't live it at the time. But, <laughs> but if you go to the, the Wrestling Universe, they actually have old-school Ring of Honor DVDs, like the 04, 05 DVDs. I didn't know that, so... Yeah. That's so great. You, you just gotta ask them. You're like, oh. I, I was like, wow. It's like I've never seen these DVDs in like twenty. Was it twelve years, thirteen years, whatever it was? Like, because those DVDs are all out of print. So that's for anyone in the comments. You guys gotta check out the Wrestling Universe. There's like I think there's two stores, one in Flushing and and one in uh, Comac. Actually, three now. There's one Long Beach too. So yeah, they're getting ready to open the Long Beach location. That's right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But so, yeah. yeah, that's the store is great. By the way, Joe. Yeah. Um. Did you ever get you? Did you ever get a chance to go to a WrestleMania? I did. I've been to one WrestleMania. I went to WrestleMania 28 in Miami. Wow. Yeah. Rock Arena. Once in a lifetime. That wasn't once in a lifetime. Twice in a lifetime. I went to WrestleMania 28. Twice in a lifetime, yeah. I went to WrestleMania 28. I want to have been to. Everybody's got to go to at least one. At least one. Yeah, Geek and I've been, I've been to two. Geek's been to what? How many Manias have you been to Geek? Boy, I, got it. I went to 33, 34, and 35. And uh, 34 is probably my all-time favorite WrestleMania to go to. Because... It was in New Orleans. New Orleans is like one big giant party. It's like, even though the WrestleMania could yeah. have been bad, the actual trip was probably one of my favorite trips going to New Orleans. So mm. going they, down they Burton Street is pretty good in New Orleans. I mean, they they had, they had only been there for 30, and then they went to th- back so soon for 34. So uh-huh. they were both very good. Hopefully they go back. I'm hoping because I'd go back yeah, to New Orleans for WrestleMania. But the tickets, let me tell you, if you're going to New Orleans for WrestleMania, are 
the plane tickets are expensive. Very expensive, so. Just one point out there. <laughs> All right. Um, do you have, other than Ghostbusters, do you have a, a favorite 80s movie besides Ghostbusters? Other than Ghostbusters? I know. It's hard. <laughs> um, yeah, Ferris Bueller's Day Off. That's a good one. Well, that, that's another one I could quote over. That's another one I could quote was, over and over again. Oh, I have another one that's '80s related. Are you into the Stranger Things series? Yes, I, I do enjoy the Stranger Things series. Yes, excited for season. It's taken them a little while to get to season four. So yes, they do. I, I do yeah, like, actually, yeah, I do like that. They actually have they a do have a did you did you check out the trailer they did? I forgot when they released it, but everybody was. My dad said, "Oh, did you see the trailer?" I'm like, "No, what trailer?" They're like, "Um, Ranger Things." Oh, like, season four. Yeah. Yeah, it was kind of like a little teaser type thing because I think they only just recently wrapped filming. I think it was just like a teaser to kind of keep everybody like interested because, like I said, it's been so long since season three, so maybe they're trying to keep people's interest. Yeah, I saw it, and then um, oh, that that's me. Um, I thought it was. I thought it was gig. I could have my dates. Uh, I my dates wrong on here, but Groundhog Day. I don't think that's eighties. That might be early nineties. Maybe it is late. Maybe late eighties, early nineties. But love Groundhog Day. Bill Murray, man. I mean, obviously Ghostbusters. You know, it's funny. I actually. Jason, I actually watched that movie in the beginning of the pandemic. I watched it. And you guys just finished and I finished watching it toward the middle of the pandemic. My mom's like, You're watching this again? I'm like, Mom, it's Groundhog Day. And I was like, I, I stopped working because I got scared. It says that working. So I was like, Groundhog Day. My mom's like, We're not doing this again, Randy. You're not staying in your pajamas all day. But it's Groundhog Day, Mom. I don't know what to do. I'm stuck in a bubble. I'm stuck in a loop. I'll offer you. It's from 1993. Yeah. Hey, what's up? Uh, oh, I don't know if you've uh, been following New Japan, but um, Shingo won the title this morning. I did. I, I saw the results there online. Yeah. I, I haven't been following it too much. I don't like the new belt. I guess it's got to grow on me. But, but uh, it's the, butter, it's the butterfly yeah. belt. <laughs> A lot of people call it the butterfly yeah, the belt. Butter, butterfly belt. Yeah, Butterfly Belt 2.0. I guess they uh, they got the old Divas belt on clearance or something and just redecorated it. <laughs> a lot of people were making fun when that belt first came out. A lot of people were making fun of it. They were saying it's uh, it's Cody's neck tattoo and the Divas belt put together. <laughs> so, I did I did see that, but then everybody was making fun of the Universal title, and you know that that's come a long way and it's grown on you. You just got to give it a chance. I, I don't know. I kind of think the belt looks cool though. I, when I first when I when it was first released, I thought it was cool because it's basically, well, yeah, that's your opinion, new media, but uh, I think the belt looks cool because it's like the Intercontinental title and it's like the um, the IWGP World Championship merged together, which I think is actually pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. kind of does look like that. And I think they're gonna eventually what they're gonna do is I think the U.S. title. Or the Neverweight title is going to be like their secondary title. 
Probably. Well, they have an intercontinental title too, and they have the Moxley's the United States champion, so they they not, not anymore. They the intercontinental title. The intercontinental titles merged. Oh, that's with right. The, it got uh, absorbed. Yeah, that's right. With the world title now, so yeah, it's, the U the U.S. title is yeah, probably I forgot like happened. You're right. Yeah, the secondary titles now they're uh, intercontinental title, I guess, or the neverweight title, which would be pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah, then right. you could get, because then you could give guys like uh, Hiromu Takahashi a chance. You could give guys like Tajiri Ishimori, El Fantasmo, and they could go against heavyweights, which would actually be pretty cool to see on a bigger stage. Because a lot of those guys, Definitely. they're they're talented, but they're not the weight limit of a heavyweight. So, so they could go for it. Would be uh, and it opens the doors for fresh matches too. So. Cool. Actually, um, next Monday we're having a uh, female wrestler come on the show. Was it next? Yeah, it's next Monday. Next Monday we're having a wrestler. She's from San Diego, California. She's her name is Charisma. I think mm-hmm. I've seen the, the the post on your guys' Instagram about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Charisma, and then the following Monday she hasn't done anything yet for us. Have you ever heard of uh? Oh, it's um, Lilith Grimm. Lilith Grimm. No, it doesn't doesn't ring a bell. She's from OVW and Mountain Valley Wrestling. Dolph Ziggler's cousin is coming on our show too. Hey, Dolph Ziggler's cousin, AJ Ziggler. Oh, cool. Yeah. Yeah. It's a current uh, New Japan strong guy. Cool. Yeah. So. Okay. I know. I'm, I think it's his brother in AEW, I think. Yeah, his brother is in AEW. Yeah. Ryan. I think it's Ryan, right? Yeah. Ryan Nemeth, right? Mox yeah, Ryan, dropped, Ryan Nemeth. Yeah, I think that. Yeah. Mox should drop that title. He has, he's going to be yeah, a Yeah, maybe. Uh-huh. But yeah, yeah. Um, Ryan Nemeth. Um, He's um, in AEW right now. I think I don't know if he's signed. Is he or? Uh, I don't know if he's signed. If he, he's been making a bunch of appearances, like on Dark and things like that. He might, he might have been on Dynamite itself, but I don't know if uh-huh. he's signed or not. Uh-huh. Okay, like I see, you said you were in the Battle Royal, one of the some of the Battle Royals. Were you, did you ever get a chance to get wrestling training? Did they make you get training before you did that stuff? No, so usually what what would happen is they would, you know, ahead of time, hey, you're going to be added to the Battle Royal, and then they would just kind of go over, you know, because I was never, like, properly trained, but they would, like, because I would show up before the show, like, to, you know, get everybody's information, whatever. So if there was guys, like, warming up in the ring and they told me I was going to be involved somehow, they'd, like, walk me through it. It was no, like, nothing extensive. So they basically told me, like, how to kind of get myself over the top rope. But it was, no, I was never formally trained, Shots to the head, no bumps or anything like that. Yeah, no, yeah. I'm just no. wondering. Like, wonder if he was trained. <laughs> You're right. Yeah, no. <laughs> like, ring announcers really don't do yeah, no, much. I, of- I, I, I know. Previews. Yeah, I know. I, I was at a show one time, and their ring announcer got attacked like halfway through the show. But I think he was a student. He was training at the school, and I think they didn't have like a permanent ring announcer, so they were just using one of the students. He got like attacked during one of the shows. Mm-hmm. I remember that. Mm. 
all right, let's this is get the quiet time. Let's not make this dead air as our old <laughs> radio person that taught us. Let's have the fans ask some questions. Come on, guys, ask right. ask some questions. Hey, Dave, about yeah, we can talk about yeah. We tell about Ring of Honor, AEW, New Japan that happened to this morning. So, anything. What, oh, what do you think of the exploding? What do I think of the exploding match? The it was so match. good up until the end. But That's what so everybody says. End, but kudos. <laughs> AEW handled so well. So kudos to them on that. And also kudos to Eddie Kingston for selling it like a champ when he covered up Mox and he just the puff of smoke it, went off. It was so bad. He sold it like a champ. It was so good. It was so good. And do you, do you blame him, though? I mean, do you blame him? Because okay. it's like he had to do what he no, was told. And he did the right he, thing. He Exactly. He, he did He did the right thing. If he had if he had reacted to what had happened, it would yeah. have made it even a bigger joke. So they, they did the right thing, and AEW did right. really well, and they took the criticism. But, mm-hmm. but yeah. But he was doing his job. Exactly. Really good match up until the end. Exactly. Even yeah. though it was a dud, right? But um, uh, mm-hmm. but yeah, yeah I don't know. I, I, I mean, what's I, with AEW and these bad finishes between the the fake explosion and then when Jericho fell off the blood and guts, the camera angle they used. Oh my god, that with the uh, he used a different angle. That was bad. So I the mean, angle there was they a... used it looks like he just fell into like a bunch of cardboard and pillows. Like he used different angles, like ended safely. Like, obviously, I want him to land safely. I don't want him to get hurt, but you couldn't have had, like, I don't a know, different, angle. different angle. Any angle? Was, it's exactly, kinda, anything would have been better than that. It's kind of like the Dark Order and the, the punching thing from, I think it was two years ago, where a lot of people criticized that, where, like, they punched, like, this way, like this. I remember and that, yeah. A lot of people were criticizing, like, well, you can't, oh, well, that was the cameraman's fault. That's not their fault. You know, but anyway, okay. but anyway, I, yeah. So I, I just hope that AEW, I just hope AEW is not getting the reputation of these bad finishes. Hopefully, they can, uh, hopefully, they can last all that. Yeah. Well, I have another random question. Do you collect anything? Um, do I collect anything? I used to collect wrestling figures a lot, um, like the Mattels. Um, I don't so much anymore. I do a little bit. I, I collect warriors like the desk I'm sitting at right now. I have the, uh, the Hall of Fame Ultimate Warrior, Old Man Ultimate Warrior, and then I do have some Funko Pops too. I collect Funko Pops. The desk I've got. I have Cody exactly Young Bucks. Got me for my birthday. Yeah, oh, the, the, oh, the Funko Pops! You got the Elite right there, right? Yeah, the my, I, I do have Kenny. He's in the box. Kenny is signed. I do not have Kenny oh. open, but I yeah. I do have the Bucks. Yeah, you should make Kenny yourself a ring. You should make yourself as a ring announcer if you could. Would you do that? I know. I, totally. I know. I think if you go to the Funko headquarters, you can make like a custom one. And I know I've seen people before. There's That'd a place cool. in Queens but my brother goes to that makes them. I don't know how much you charge, but I know they're in Queens. Oh, it's yeah? like, it's a, I forgot the name. I have to get the name from a, my brother. And I'll text it to you. I'll text it to Lance, and I'll text it to Geeky. You can tell text it to. I'll send it to you. But they can make you a pop. They'll make you. They'll I guess they'll take That's other pop cool. and they'll make you. I was like, yeah, I thought. It, I was like, 
Oh my God, we can make one of me and Geek. I'll make it like the back to back, like like that. I would make it like that. Yeah, in the totally different. And then, but like, but like all my pop stuff is just in a tote. Like I said, I just recently finished my basement. That's what you see behind me. Mm-hmm. And there's so much stuff that I collect. I can't possibly do it. Um, oh, so look like, who's in the chat. Look who's showing up. Kansas City Chiefs fan. You were talking about him earlier. Hey, wrestler, wrestlers, <laughs> you have. Oh, uh-huh. time, but I'll show you. I like Kansas City Chiefs stuff. So I have a telephone. I have one of my hats here. I'm a huge like that. That's probably the majority of my collection is my Chief stuff. But favorite wrestler I've met. Bucks are always awesome. I've met the Bucks a couple of times. They're always awesome. I really have never had a bad experience meeting people. Like I hear people talk about having bad experiences. I've had one kind of negative experience. And you're going to be surprised who my negative experience is with Daniel Bryan. Really? Had one negative experience. I met him. He's a super nice guy, though. So I went to Ringside Fest. You guys know what Ringside Fest is? Yeah. yeah. We should have be there because that's in our name. So. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You should be there. So Ringside Collectibles does like a convention every year. It's really small. They host airlines on Broadway and they bring in a couple of wrestlers. So one year they brought in Daniel Bryan and it happened to be the year he had just won money in the bank. He didn't have, I don't think he had the briefcase with him, but he had, he had just won money in the bank. So I met him. He signed my fear for me. I told him, I was like, Hey, luck cashing in money in the bank. I hope you win. So he was like, Oh, Hey, thanks man. And then like a while later, he was on Colt Cabana's podcast. Love Colt. He was on Cole's podcast and he made a comment to Cold Cabana about how he hates when fans would say stuff like that to him. And what? I was instantly turned off. Like, what a what a jackass. What? I was like deeply offended by this that he that he was like, Yeah, I really don't like when fans tell me like good luck winning the match or good luck cashing the money in the bank. Yeah, okay, you know what? Fine. Screw off, Daniel Bryan. <laughs> so ever since then. Ever since then, that that Have you if had I had to be a bad to... experience, it was that. Have you had the chance to meet Okada or no? Because when he was in uh, Madison Square Garden, or I have n- no, I did not. And I know um, when uh, when the Elite did their first uh, All In show, I know he wrestled there. A couple of my friends had gone to Chicago, met him, but I did not meet Okada. Like it was like a hundred dollars or something like that to meet Okada or something like that. So I was wondering if yeah. you spent. If well, you spent no? I, when I met Kenny, that wasn't cheap, but I knew it was going to be my only chance to meet Kenny. So I, I, I paid the money to meet Omega. I want to say, I think it might have been around $100. I got, I, got, I got an autograph with him and I took a picture with him, but I knew it might be my only chance to meet him. So I had to do it. Mm-hmm. And it was. He hasn't really been around since because now he's in AEW. Yeah. Got it. What you got to do? <laughs> you want to see it? know if we could see Kenny in the box, <laughs> if it's possible. I might have a picture of it <laughs> tucked away in a giant tote with all of my other stuff because I'm, I'm a hoarder and I just, I might have a picture of it. No guarantees on that though. Yeah. It's funny. When I looked at your Facebook or your Instagram, I said, man, he's, he's a big Kansas city chiefs fan. I'm like, geek, does he even live in, he may be in a different time zone. And then I find out you're a long Island guy. So I'm like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yep. Because yep, yep, yep. every every wrestler we talk to, they're um, always like in a different, different time, time zone. zone. So it's like, well, a little mean. We're gonna we're gonna we're getting a female wrestler from 
that wrestles in the Boston area. Her wrestling name is where is she? It's fine. He says it's fine if you can't show it though. But she's little oh, mean. Yeah, Ka- sorry, I, I thought I had a Kathleen. Kathleen, oh, little yeah, mean Kathleen. Have Have you ever hear, ever heard of her before? No, I haven't. There we go. I, I, I thought I had a picture, but I guess I don't. This is her I picture. Show off. There she is. Little mean. She's coming on our show. Little mean cat in July. Oh, wow. That's little mean. That looks like an ex-girlfriend of mine. Jesus Christ. Okay. <laughs> what do you mean you can't come over tonight? <laughs> I'd say she's definitely living up to her name. Now watch. I just name dropped her. She's going to be like, you were talking about me on the podcast? Yes, I was, Kathleen. And you're coming on our podcast. Two minutes later, I'm canceling. Well, <laughs> I'll be sad. because Somebody in your comments had asked who my, who my favorite wrestlers are, male and female. That was uh, ever so spiffy. I don't know. Do you mean current or like old? Because current, my favorite wrestler is probably. Um, um, I, know, I feel like they're very generic answers. They're the same as I think Britt Baker is awesome. The stuff mm-hmm. she's doing in AEW is great. Um, I really like uh, obviously Kenny Omega. I think it was awesome. I was really big fan of Drew McIntyre, and then he started winning the title a bunch, and I really don't like him anymore because everybody likes him. Because I was on the Drew McIntyre bandwagon years ago. You can ask Todd about that. Him and I, when I was in college, I had a radio show about wrestling. And Todd was on the Drew McIntyre bandwagon 12 years ago when he was the chosen one. And I was like, he should have been doing change then. He got fired and he was gone. And then he just absolutely tore up the independent scene and then came back and won the title. And I was like, see, told you so. I called that. I also called MVP being world champion. And that never happened either. So that should have happened. I guess he you was, know, it should have happened. happened. MVP was on MVP fire is, at one point and he should have been world champion. Definitely. There's a lot of people that oh, were on yeah. fire that there were a lot of people that belt would have been bedazzled with diamonds and all kinds of fun stuff on it. There were a lot of people that were on fire that never got it. It's like Nakamura should have won the title at WrestleMania. And, and Asuka should have should have beat Charlotte. Yeah, I was very surprised that didn't happen. So yep, yep, yep. Oh well. Again, another example of WWE not knowing what the hell to do with talent. Not giving fans what they I, want. I always joke about people getting called up. It's called down. Yeah. I always joke that people don't want to get called. They don't want to get called down to the main roster. Exactly. Why do you think Johnny Gargano is still in NXT? <laughs> <laughs> I am cold too. I am cold. cold another one. Yeah, yeah. We need to make that teacher's t-shirt. Adam Even without undisputed error. Adams Bakery, you got to get your Adams Rolls, baby. Gotta make that T-shirt. The front of like a bakery and it says Adams Bakery, and it says Sale Adams Rolls, baby. Ninety nine cents. I was I was at Adam Cole's last pay per view appearance in the Ring of Honor. Oh, we both. A, no, no, that turned no, that was, Lux. No, yeah, I was there. I, it was against Tanahashi. That match was great. Adam Cole yeah. and Tanahashi, absolute classic match. Very underrated match. But people are going to always remember the ending. Everybody knows what happened afterwards. Yeah. That certain somebody joined the Bullet Club, right? That. Every club needs a villain. Yeah. I was there. That place went nuts. 
one of our friends like I remember that. He uh he told us he did see he's done some bad stuff, so he threw out every one of his villain um um every one of the stuff from that guy's stuff, he threw it away. He's done some bad things apparently. I didn't throw it away. It it is at the bottom. I have a tote of like wrestling t-shirts. It's at the bottom of the tote. It's gone. <laughs> I didn't throw yeah. it away. Because then a homeless person would get stuck wearing it and they don't need to wear that crap. And so no. it's at the bottom <laughs> of the tote, it's gone. I have his autograph, but then I, I barely look at autographs. I have him like, oh, there's an autograph. Oh. It's funny. <laughs> I have one pop. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I have his autograph too. And I have all the times too. It's somewhere amongst my in my do, my, I, my do I think Braun will go to AEW? Probably. Um, maybe not right away. Maybe. But see, then you start running into the problem of not everyone can go to AEW. So you find somewhere. I I, I think he will do really good in Impact. A good move. I, yeah. I, I see him maybe too. Not everyone's going to AEW. I'm sorry. I, like as I said, much. Not everyone can go to AEW. And then, uh, again, some of EW didn't know what to do with. Andrade, so happy he went to AEW. So happy. Love Andrade. Kenta didn't go to AEW when they released him. He went to back to New Japan. Everyone, exactly. thought, he was, everyone thought he was going to know exactly. him. But he was going to go to uh, – he went to New Japan, which was the biggest shocker. So, And he's never done New Japan before that. So and he's re- he's really doing great in New Japan, by the way. So yeah, I, I found him a little bit. He's in Bullet Club, I think. He had, yeah. he, he made an AEW appearance, didn't he? He made, he made a yeah, yeah he, he made two yeah he made one AEW appearance. He's like, I ain't here for you. I here for John Moxley. <laughs> yep. Everybody remembers yeah. that. But he said something like, "Fuck you, I, I'm here for John Moxley." <laughs> Oh, here, I got another random question that takes us away from wrestling and Geek's going to get mad. Besides football, what other sport do you like? Uh, so football is number one for me because my dad only really watched football growing up, so that's why that one's number one for me. But I do like baseball and I do like hockey. Um, I prefer watching those things in person. Football's really the only one I can stand watching on TV. I think all other sports on TV are boring. I'd rather go to the sporting event, but I guess, you know, especially baseball on TV is really boring because baseball is such a long game. And then, you know, hockey's fun, but I'm kind of all over the place. I don't really hate any sports particularly, but mainly all the major ones, football, baseball, hockey. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I remember, like, living on uh, Long Island, I get a chance to go see the Islanders play a lot. And actually, I being – where I used to grew up is grew up was Central Islip, and I got a chance to go walk down the street and go buy myself some nice Ducks tickets. As that story I told you before air, uh, Father's Day I go down and I'm like, Mom, I'm gonna go buy some tickets for Dad and me. And she's like, All right, go. So I bought these tickets, and we're, we walk in, we go sit on the, the the third base side, up in the stands, and this guy walks up to us, Hey, you want to get a seat upgrade? And me and my dad dad are like. Okay. And I'm like, I don't know anything about this, Dad. So we follow the guy down to this couch and we sit down. It's about like 99 degrees that day. The couch is chocolate brown. (laughs) 
tube. My dad was buying us water, yeah. buying us water. I decided to get a strawberry daiquiri. So one of the best player duck players, I forgot his name, big one of the big guy. He gets a foul ball back. And the ball goes over the roof and the ball starts coming. I'm watching it come back. We're all it's like Indiana Jones saw like the rock coming over. And it it's I could see it like covering the sun. And I'm like, ooh. And it comes over and I'm like, and dad's like, Randy. I'm like, Dad, I got it, I got it, I got it. I'm like, I'm calling, oh my god, I got it. And I'm like, like uh, whatever that movie with the baseball, the kids like, like no Sandlot. I was like, I got it. <laughs> I caught the ball it's in my room, sitting on top. I put the date and everything on it. Yeah, it was like my fun. I I, I loved going to Ducks oh, Stadium. Oh. The thing I miss about being on Long Island: going to Ducks game, hanging out, walking on the street to a Ducks game. Making fun of Quacker Jack and have him second you. Here's a good question. I love Quacker Jack. Love him too. Here's a good question. Um, who do you think the future of the business is? Because a lot. Who do you think it is? Trying to think like some of these guys right now. I mean. Could be A W W anyone. Some guys are like kind of on the coming up. That is a really good question. Cody wants you know the the guys we see now, Cody and Kenny, but they're not really that young. Yeah. So, but like, I'm then I'm trying to think of like somebody trying to think of some like the undercard guys. Because WWE, you're not going to be. There's going to be no future for those guys. Because a lot of those guys is probably going to no, be Brock. No. Hmm. I don't know. That that is a really good question. Because I, I feel like everybody's, you know, you feature all your top guys so much, you don't get the opportunity to see some of your your lower card guys. I think. Um, I mean, MJF is on the younger side. I think he can. He's definitely got a huge future ahead of him. He'll double champion at some point. I'm surprised he hasn't been already. Uh-huh. Um, uh, another team from a the Creative Pro School, the Acclaimed. I think they're uh, they're on the up and up. Mm-hmm. The Acclaimed is pretty good, actually. I like their it's raps when they come. <laughs> Those raps are a classic. Yeah, when they, it comes out. their raps are pretty good. I was telling Geek one time. Yeah, I they're said, pretty good. So I, I think. What's up? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Keep going. I messed up. <laughs> I was telling Geek, I said if we had the money, I'd put it. To, I'd, I'd I'd split the money with you, Geek, and I'd have have that guy from AEW make a rap about the show. I mean, <laughs> yeah, he'd probably make fun of us, though, right? I wouldn't mind it. He'd be like, "Think <laughs> generation can't even get in the ring. Joe is a wussy. Has to hide behind a microphone like a little jerk." <laughs> Like a little kid, mm-hmm. he's a he's the size of a nine year old. Just he's just, like makes make, makes Rey Mysterio look big. <laughs> something something make fun of you, right? Geek, you say, Geek looks like Frankenstein. Look at them eyes. <laughs> <laughs> but the, yeah, he he does the greatest rap, those disses right there. You know, Max Kessler disses opponents. Yeah, they're great. And he could get away with it too. It's not like John Cena raps back in uh, 2004. It's like 
the show's rated TV fourteen. Oh, I love those John Cena raps. Oh, <laughs> oh the Doctor Thugonomics. That was that was classic Cena. You oh, go after Stephanie every time with the boobies. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, yeah um, that was the good stuff. But a lot of people have told me uh, when I asked that question. A lot of people think Darby is the future of the business. Oh, that's a lot a really of people, good one. So I didn't even think about a lot Darby. of people told me they said is like Darby is money right there. He's he's money. So he is. Yeah, I, I I can see him being a future world champion. Definitely, not that one. I'm very embarrassed myself that I didn't think of that one. That's a, that's a good one. Because they they say well, it, a lot of he connects with the fans because with the face paint and everything like that, it comes out. They can market yeah, him like yeah. crazy. All, all the crazy stuff he does. Yeah, uh-huh. all the crazy stuff he does. The, the abuse he does to himself. Yeah, I, I can yeah, definitely that, see that. That's what I worried about with him sometimes. You know, because sometimes when yeah, uh, he does. When he does the coffin drop, I'm like, I cringe because, you know, I'm like, maybe that you shouldn't be. Dropping. He, he could mess that up and that would be it, you know? But Darby yeah, exactly. yeah. Darby doesn't need to do the coffin drop to be over. You know, he could, because he's over just with the face paint and everything. So. Hmm. But. Yeah. Definitely, definitely. Anything else, or uh... here you go. I got one. If a kid walked walked up to you and and said they they wanted to get into the business, not be a wrestler, they want to be a ring announcer. What advice would you give them? Um, like I said, I went to school broadcasting. I never thought I was gonna be like a famous pro DJ or anything like that. So I think you know, just maybe some practice. I've always been not afraid of public speaking. I did morning announcement in elementary school when I was a kid. So if you're a outgoing person, you like to talk, I think, you know, just practice. Do your research. Watch your, you know, watch your favorite ring announcers, whether it be old school stuff with the Fink, Justin Roberts, Bobby Cruz, you know, whoever your favorite ring announcer is, watch their stuff. You know, reach out to them and try and talk to them. I know I'd reached out to talk to JR one time on Twitter. I met Bobby Cruz. Like, you know, talk to people. Get to know people in the business. And definitely support your local indie is really the best thing that can happen to you. Because me definitely. going to NYWC, getting to know getting to know everybody there, and then realizing that hey, I can take my love of you know public speaking, all that stuff, and combine it with this, my love of wrestling. You know, that that's really the best advice I can give is support your local indie, get to know them, put the work in. You know, mm-hmm. I, I had the Ducks gig first, that came before NYWC, and I think that kind of helped me the leg up because they knew that I was not just some punk kid off the street. I was legit. So yeah. I think just practice. Believe in yourself. If you like public speaking, if you're not afraid to talk in public, and if you like wrestling, support your local indie fit. Because you never know. I mean, when I started my petition, Larry Legend was there. He was, you know, all high and mighty. And I never thought my day would come. I didn't even start the petition to be the regular guy. I just wanted to be like the backup or even the backup to the backup. I just wanted to be noticed. And... I got noticed, and I got to back up Larry, and then I became the guy. So, yeah. Hmm. You never know. Yeah. I think that's pretty much it. I think that's all I got, Geegan. I got one, I got one more, actually. Yeah. Go for it. What's your, favorite ta- yeah, go. what's your favorite tag team match of all time, you'd say? Favorite tag team match of all time? Hmm. Mm. I did really like 
Um, it's not the Young so Bucks. It's the Hardy Boys. <laughs> it, it is the Young Bucks match. Um, yeah. It was Young Bucks and Hardy Boys. It was at a House of Hardcore show. And the reason I'm picking this is because it was the first time I saw the Young Bucks wrestling in person. Uh-huh. And knowing a little bit about them, I didn't meet them at that show because I really didn't know that much about them at the time. Like I had heard of them and I'd seen a little bit of their stuff. And they wrestled the Hardy Boys and they came out to Mbop. And I was just like, like, I was like, yeah, they came out to Mbop. And I was like, who are these guys? And they put on a clinic with the Hardy Boys at the ECW arena. It was actually on my birthday. That's crazy. My friends had gone. It was the first time I ever saw them wrestle live. And then years later, at a House of Hardcore show, they were selling the DVD, and I bought the DVD, and now I have it. And yeah, that, that, that's probably my favorite tag match, just because it was the first time I saw the box. They faced the Hardy Boys. It was an awesome match. And they came to Oombop. What's not to like? And I got a too sweet. Too sweet. I remember seeing the... Uh... I remember seeing the Bucks. I was, I think it was, it was supposed to be, the Bucks against Daniels, Kazarian, and uh, who else was it? It was supposed to be the Bucks Kazar- against Daniels, Kazarian, and uh, Scorpio, and I think there was supposed to be another guy in there. They, they couldn't make it, so I think it was supposed to be Shane. What's his name? The big guy, Shane. Um. But he it was it, he couldn't make, they couldn't make it, SCU couldn't make it, so they had the the kingdom replace them. Joe remembers this show. Okay, yeah, that's good. this was. I think it was an I think it was an ultimate endorse match. <laughs> Thunder <laughs> Pete got you. Oh great! Ooh. You finally put a follow up, didn't you? <laughs> Mima Mania has has a question. No, I, I, I was going to say um, he did a moonsault. Adam Page did a moonsault off the balcony. I don't know if anybody remembers this off that at the Hammerstein Ballroom. Yes. You were you at that yes, show? Yes, I was or, there. Uh, I was at that. I was at that what, Ring of Honor. Was Todd was at that to, Ring of Honor show? Yeah, I was. was no, I was. Uh, no, one of my other friends had invited me. He had tickets, and his friend dropped out, and we were like ringside for that show, and right near me, it was crazy. And, Moonsault off of the yeah the balcony yeah that right? was uh, when Hangman used to team with the Young Bucks yeah the, Hangman the used to Bucks. team with the Bucks and they were called the Hung Bucks <laughs> yeah, I remember that yeah the six man tam yeah everybody remembers yeah I think I was there with you and then I was also yeah, that, with that was a good one yeah, yeah. Uh, that was a great show though but um that moon yeah, that match was, like, was great. I think it was just like a regular like. I think a it was just like a regular like Ring of Honor house show. I didn't think it was like uh, TV or anything. No, no, but it was. It was. It's on Honor Club though. You could watch it back on Honor Club. But uh, oh, okay. everybody, okay. every everybody did a moonsault on that show, and I remember uh, a certain somebody couldn't do a moonsault, and they every the crowd just started chanting for him to do a moonsault. He was scared to do it, and he did it. Uh-huh. You know who I'm talking about, but I don't, I don't want to say names. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> he was scared to do it, but I don't think he's ever done one, but he did. <laughs> I lost my voice that night when he did that. I came home like, Randy, it was, it was great. What happened to your voice? I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, yeah, I think that, he that has a question. Show. That was about Bobby Cruz, eh? Yeah, that was a yeah, great show. Um, have you ever been to CZW? He's asking. Yeah, that's what I was saying. Yeah, I have. 
I have not been to CZW. I know um, a bunch of their guys came and worked for us at NYWC. But again, like I was talking about earlier with Nick Cage, that style of wrestling really isn't my thing. I have, you know, nothing against it. If that's your thing, hey, awesome. I'm not into the whole trying to kill each other with light tubes. and I know they do tournament of death and all that stuff. That's not my cup of tea. But hey, more power to it. All the respect in the world if you, if you, you know, are able to do anything like that. Go nuts, but you know, I did meet a bunch of their guys come through, you know, and whatever you say. Great guys. There's a, great guys. There's a female wrestler. Sorry, keep going. I'm sorry. No, I was going to say, I honestly, of all the time I've spent in WWC, I have nothing bad to say about anybody. I know a lot of people sometimes are bitter and they hold grudges and they were like, I hate this person. And this person was a dick backstage and stuff. I don't have any of that. I, I mean, they didn't have to welcome me in because, like I said, I was just some stupid kid with a petition. They didn't have to extend the olive branch to me and bring me into the family. But it really, like, if I called them tomorrow and was like, hey, when you guys are ready to come back, I'll be there. I know they pick up the call and they would, and they would welcome me back if I ever wanted to. And no, I, I never met the butcher. Didn't meet. I know Ring of Honor does some yeah, shows. Never, there. never, never met the butcher. That was the one thing I asked the other guest we had Stockade last the last show. If NYWC called you and said, "Oh." When the next show back, we're going to have a surprise and we're going to bring back the old crew on the set. Would you come in and jump and take the announcer's microphone and say, this is my job? And like, would you do it for one night only? I don't know. For one night only? I'd come back for one night only, yeah. I would do it. I would, I know I sometimes would what would happen is if they, uh, if they didn't know who they're bringing out to, because they had a couple of us on staff. There was me, there was another guy named Andy, there was another guy named Harry, and we had Larry. So it was like four of us. So sometimes they wouldn't know which announcer was going to show up that night. So sometimes if multiple announcers showed up, we'd do like a little bit at the beginning of the show where one of us would come out, start the show, and the second announcer would come out, interrupt him, be like, no, 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 I'm the announcer. And then another one would come out, and I'd be like, no, no, I'm the announcer. And we would like start arguing. So that was always a lot of fun, but yeah. To answer your question, if they called me, I'd be there. Yeah, I'd be uh, there. Jason. If it was, do you ever do comment one night only? Sorry. That'd be hilarious. No, go ahead. Mark- yeah. Did you ever do you ever do commentating or? Uh... I did once. So NYWC had wanted to do DVDs, and my friend was the camera guy for a while. He's not anymore, but he was at the time. So they were like exploring the option of DVDs. So I did commentary. I have one of only two existing copies of this show's DVD with my horrible, horrible commentary. It is not good. (laughs) It's not easy. It's way easier to be the ring announcer. To do commentary on an entire show, it was bad. It was not good. And like I said, I have one of two copies of this DVD exists, and nobody will ever see it. (laughs) Todd hasn't even seen it. Nobody. Show Todd. Show Todd. (laughs) It's sad to say this. I go to all these NYWC shows, and I was such that fan that just had the money to get through the door. I never, ever, ever got myself an NYWC t-shirt. I just had 20 bucks to get the 10 10 or 12, whatever, $10, get in the gate, and I'd never get it. I even, when Mikey was there, I knew Mikey loves dragons, so I wore my Janko t-shirt. And I told this. 
Yes. It was like the shirt, the dragon from the front to the back. It was a Janko long sleeve shirt. And I wore it and I wore it. I knew Damien would freak out when, he, when uh, 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 Mikey would freak out. So he was walking in. I'm like, hey, Mikey, what's up, buddy? He's like, hey, hey, how you doing? Hey, oh, I like your t shirt. And I was like, I'll, I'll give it to you. I'll trade you a shirt. And he goes, you know, I, I, I even pulled it. I, was like, I didn't pull it. I just had it like, I had it like I was going to pull it off. He was like, he's like, I would see. You don't have a shirt under that. We can't let you in the building without a shirt on. So it was like the Oakdale with the Deer Park Center. Yeah, he said, I, 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 I take it, but we, we, we can't take the chance you're going to walk in without a shirt on. So sorry, can't. I, I, I won't take it. <laughs> he's the whole shirt. Oh, man. If he had a shirt under the shirt, I'd take it. Did, and I, was did like, you, I was like, oh. Go deep. Did you ever go to the shows when Ring of Honor was in the NYWC arena or no? Yeah. No, you haven't got to any of those shows. I didn't want to see him, like I said. It. No, I, I remember another company, Fibro Wrestling, Ranch, and I went to the next day. I got to work with Joel Gartner on that show. That was cool. Remember Joel Gartner from ECW? I got to work with him. That was cool for that show. Mm. But, uh, Joe, I want to ask you you asked Stockade if he'd come back for one night only. What did he say? I'm interested to know. He's. He said, he said, never say never. Yeah, never say yeah. never. That's, yeah, what he said. that's what he said. He's like, yep, that's the, that, that's the wrestling business, baby. Never say he's never. He's, he's like, oh, he's, that's that's all he told us. He gave us that answer. I'm like, that's a great answer right there. It's like, never yeah. say never. He didn't want to tell us that he was coming back, but he didn't want to tell us he wasn't. So, And he also you know? changed his wrestling name. I don't know if you know that. It's Cade yeah. now. Cade, yeah, and he yeah, took, yeah, yeah. He dropped the stock because like, a bunch of weight, so. yeah, he told us a story yeah. on there. So yeah, good for him though. He he looks good for he looks really good. And the training he said he's going through, I was like, bravo, big guy, bra. And I'm an I'm an athlete. I do swimming, I do bowling, and I'm like, bravo, man, bravo to that. That's awesome. What's the most you ever traveled to see a show? Uh, the most I traveled to see a show was when I went to Miami for WrestleMania 28. Yeah. Probably the Miami show, WrestleMania 28. I flew, so. Yeah. That's not bad. So, yeah. WrestleMania 28. Yep. Yep, yep. Does anyone else have any questions for Jason, or that's it? Joe? Yeah. Uh, that, I'm done. Else? Else. Thank you so much for coming. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Um, Jason, hey guys, you want to plug anything? Thank you so much. And yeah, um, I guess, you know, like I said, put support your indies, especially the one I came from, YWCWrestling.com. They have a channel. They have really good content here during the pandemic, some kind of tournament. They've been posting some other content. Definitely check them out if you're from the New York area. Even if you're not, support your local indie. If you don't know where your local indie is, throw it in your Google machine. Find out. Support your local Google um, I'll plug that. They have a pro wrestling tea store. It's prowrestlingtees.com slash NYWC wrestling. You can support them there. You can follow me on my social media. I'm at Jay Linick across the board, both Instagram and Twitter. Do the ringside post I put out the other day. You can find me there. I don't talk wrestling too much, a little bit here and there. It's mostly just pictures of me, football, my kids, things like that. Um, but hey, guys, this was a lot of fun. I haven't talked about NYWC in a really long time, so this was really cool. I said to my wife before I came out to this that I was really excited to talk about this because, you know, it's a 
it seems like so long ago in my life that I, and it's a really cool you know piece of history that I'm really proud of I'll always be part of the NWC family like Joe the Panther was saying just a minute ago if they ever picked up the phone and said hey would you come back for us I'd come back yeah I, I would mark out from from oh my god he was on our show <laughs> <laughs> I think, I think a lot of people would be really surprised to see that. It's funny. I actually called the number that's on the Instagram page for NYWC, and it, they didn't even call me back because this episode, this series came up randomly because Geek told me you came, you're coming on the show, and then Dickie was for Friday, and I was like, and then Saki was like the Friday before, and I said, you know what, Geek, I'm gonna call this NYWC week. Yeah. Yep, and we're two yeah, NYWC fans, so it kind it, of it, it, was, it was random. And then, and then July is Damien's coming back on the show, so and, and his stories. I can't awesome. wait. To yeah, hear. I think if you, guys, if you guys just search all over social media, there's so many NYWC's guys out there. At one point in time, I had a video kind of podcast like you guys do right live wire, and I would have some of the guys come on. We talk about the results of the show and things coming up. So I think if you just reach out to some of the guys that are out there, they'd come on. There's a really good following. They really uh-huh. do. Fans are great. Wrestlers are all great. Mm-hmm. All, we all love – I, I always say, like you said, support your local – go and buy a random – it doesn't have to be NYWC, but it'd be nice if you did that for NYWC. Right now, they're just doing online shows, and they need the fans. They need you to buy the merch, like buy shirts. Yeah. Buy hats. Exactly. Buy a sticker. I'm going to buy stickers. Stickers or pins or whatever you got. Shirts. Yeah. Shirts, hats, stickers, pins, whatever. When you see your local, when you see your local indie feds come back in business, show up, show your support. Because this is where your guys come from. This is where your Sasha Banks's and Bailey's and all these people come from. They started here at your, you know, VFWs and gymnasiums and whatever else. Go support them. Because then you can say, I knew them when. You know how many guys are on TV now that I've worked with? And that I could be like, hey, I knew when. Tony Neese, John Silver, Alex Reynolds, Milk Chocolate. The list goes on and on. I, I, it's such a cool feeling to be like, I knew these guys when. So don't miss out on that if you have the opportunity yeah. to do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Yeah, anyway. I'm going to thank you for coming on the show, Jason. All right? Thank you Take so care. much, man. Take Again, care. Thank you guys so much for having me. Have a great night, everybody. Take care. Take care. That was wow. awesome. That was a great interview. You know, awesome. that was a great. So you, I hope Joe, you got that announcement thing for us. That'd be yeah. kind of cool. Joe, you want to say? Oh, you want to say anything? Geek, say goodbye, geek. All right. I just want to thank everybody for coming out on the show tonight. Thank everybody. You know, for choosing us over Raw, which is always a great thing. And yeah. um, I just want to say. Um, you don't have to, but you can always uh, donate to us at http streamlabs.com slash dudes at ringside. The little court thing on the bottom, Joe's pointing. Yeah, yeah. All right. For those that don't see us on Spotify, http streamlabs.com. Thank you so much, yeah. for everybody. And I got to also say thank you to my grandfather, thank you to my cousin. Uh, thank you to my family for lighting the way for all Latino wrestlers. And oh, wait, Geek, who's our guest on Friday? Friday, it's Dickie Rods. And play the video. Dick, you want to play the video? Who's a guest on Friday? 
Everybody, this is Dickie Rod from the NYWC, and you're watching and listening to the Dudes at Ringside podcast, hosted by Metal Geek and Joe Panther Jr. Enjoy. That was in the video, but okay. All right. So, but thank you, everybody. So, all right. Have a good one.